Thank you for joining us today. Let's go to the Word. All right. Well, I want to welcome you as we kick off our brand new series uh, as we start this year. The name of the series is called Deep Roots. Everybody say Deep Roots. Yes, and uh, it's a series that we're going to be doing during our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, if you want to follow along, we're going to be in James chapter 1, verse 19. So if you have your Bibles or your smartphones or your, your you know, tablets or whatever, James chapter 1 is where we're going we're gonna to be here in a minute. Um, now, you may be wondering, if you're new to the church, what is this whole 21 days of prayer and fasting? Okay, like you, you may have never heard about uh, fasting. What is, what is this thing? And it is, um, I'm not going to like do a whole message on it because of time, but it's primarily for those of us who have a, a genuine desire for greater intimacy with God, in the, this, as, especially as the, at the beginning of the year. Uh, it is 21 days where we as a church collectively say we're going to seek God. We're going to, we're going to go after Him. It's, it's very intentional. We're, um, we're going to find His will for our lives and um, it may look a little different for some of you, right? Like some of you may say, you know what? During these 21 days, uh, I'm going to say no to social media, okay? And you're going to fast from social media for the purpose of spending a little bit more time maybe in prayer or in God's Word. And some of you, uh, it may be that you say, you know what? I'm not going I'm I'm to say no to alcohol. For, for 21 days, that's going to be my thing. Some of you may, may do um, a Daniel fast. And if you don't know what a Daniel fast is, you can go to our website, um, lifepointfc.com forward slash, in the word fast, okay? And then you can uh, learn a little bit more about what this is. Uh, for some, some of you, you may be, um, you know what, I watch the news every day for an hour. I'm going to replace that hour with, and you fill in the blank, something that's spiritual, something that's connecting with, with God. Some of you may say, you know what, I'm going to replace half an hour of sleep with prayer. And you're going to get up a little bit earlier. Um, on uh, you know, starting tomorrow is when we do this fast, um, and uh, half an hour early so that I can spend some time with God. But here, here's sort of the gist. Let me illustrate it. Okay, um, just imagine that that you're happily married. Maybe you're in your 30s and you find out that um, that you're pregnant with your first kid. Okay, first child, and it's the first one is always a big deal, right? And you're like, man, you know, you're excited. You can't wait. What do you do? Maybe you start working on uh, maybe a nursery. You find a room, you paint it, you decorate it, you go out and you buy, you buy furniture where the, you know, the baby's going to sleep. And what you're doing is you're creating a special place for that baby that's, that's coming. You're expecting this new life, this new baby. And so you're creating a perfect little place for him. And that's what 21 days of prayer and fasting is. It's about creating space for God to work in the business of life, okay? So what is 21 days of prayer and fasting? It's, it's clearing the runway of your life for God to land, okay? And so let me kind of ask you a couple of questions. I don't, I don't know exactly where you're at, but let me ask a few questions. Are you in need of healing this year? Maybe there is some, some hurt from the past. Some things have happened. Some, thing, some people have done some things in your life or some... You know, you've gone through some difficult experiences and you know, you don't have to tell anybody, you know that deep within your heart, that area still has not been healed and you need a miracle. Well, if that's you, I encourage you to join us during this fast, okay? So some of you may, may be, it may be something else. Uh, is there a dream inside of you that only God can make possible? Is there a, 
a prayer request that you have and you're like, it's going to take a miracle from, like, only God can answer this thing. Do you, have, uh, do you have a need to break away from addiction, an addiction that's holding you hostage? In 2022, man, it was, it was rough, and it's just hard to let go. And, and you're, you're, you have a desire not to be, you know, uh, a slave to this whatever, you know, whether it's a substance abuse or pills, alcohol, you, you name it, you know, porn addiction, whatever. Um, you have a, is there a need in your, in your life where you feel like, man, I just, uh, this thing is just, you know, holding me hostage. Are you asking God uh, for a for breakthrough? Like, man, 2023, it's got to be different. I don't know that I can do another year like 2022. I, and you're asking for a breakthrough, maybe financially. Like maybe there's a career move and it's like, God, please, I'm begging you. I need your help. If you answer yes to any of those questions, I want to... I want to encourage you, join us. We start tomorrow. Um, and I again, if you, like, I preached about all of this a year ago. So if you go back on YouTube and listen to the whole series that we, that we did last year. But I wanted to do something that, as a church, we could do collectively. There's not a lot of things that we do collectively. But I wanted to do something as a church that we could do at the beginning of every year and build a little bit of culture and we can say, you know what, we're going to do this thing and it's, it's, a, it's our way of saying, God, we're dedicating the rest of the year to you, okay? And so that's coming up. If you want to follow along the plan, just text the word Bible to our church number, 903-592-8357. So if you text the word Bible, what will happen is in a, in a couple of minutes, you'll get a, a link, okay? And that link is to, to the devotional that we're all going to be doing. It's really fun because you can interact with people. You can share, you know, what the things that you're praying for. And it's just a great way to, uh, it's a great way to basically have community with, with everyone. And so you text the word Bible. We'll send you the link in a couple of minutes. And it is the version app. It's the Bible app, okay? So that's, that's what we're going to be doing. Okay, so you're in James uh, chapter 1. We're going to get there in a few minutes, but... Before we get started, or as I get, as we get started, I want to begin by telling you a story that Jesus told at the end. It was like the conclusion to his, um, his message, the, the, the Sermon on the Mount, okay? It's like one of the most famous messages that's ever been recorded, that's ever been preached. So he goes and he preaches for a while. At the end of his message, he tells this story. And I want to begin today by telling you the same story. It's a story about two guys who were builders. They built houses. And um, you have one guy that built them differently. One guy who was very meticulous. Have you ever met somebody like that? Like very analytical, very thoughtful. And they had, this guy was like very picky. The other guy, not so much. He was a little bit more careless. He would build houses wherever there was an open spot. Uh, he would never, like he wouldn't take the time to survey the ground. He didn't really care what the foundation was like. In fact, he would rush the process, and often he would build houses on sand. The other guy would never do that, okay? The other guy was like every house he built, he built it on a solid foundation, on rock. And so at the end of the story, Jesus says this verse, and it's going to be our, our key verse for the series, Deep Roots. Um, and it's, it's this Matthew 7, 24. This is what Jesus says. He says, anyone... Who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. And then he finishes the verse with, by saying, 
like a person who builds a house on solid, what church, say it with me, on solid rock. It says, anyone who listens to my teaching and does what I'm telling you to do, it's a wise person, it's like that guy, and he points out to the story that he tells, right? Like that guy who built his house on a rock. And so look, I don't know what 2023 is going to hold for you. I can guarantee you one thing, okay? That you will face some storms. Some storms. Like, it's life. We, we, it may be an emotional storm. It may be a financial storm. It may be just a, a small storm. It may be a big storm. I don't know, but I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I guarantee you every single one of us, we're going to face some sort of Storm. It may be a, a mental thing. It may be something that's tangible and it's, it's finances. It may be that a job thing. And who knows what it is? But all of us will face some sort of storms. And if you're not building your life on something that's solid, something that's steady, something that doesn't shift, you're going to crumble. And it's going to be hard. What I do know is this. You can't build your life on the opinions of others. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't, right? You can't build your life on popular opinion, what culture says. And so, with this series, I'm challenging you to build your life on the unchanging truth of God's Word. You know, there's a lot of things that people say negative about the Bible, right? But the one thing that I can tell you is it has not changed. I mean, for hundreds of years, it's been the one thing that is constant. And so, uh, the topic today specifically is how do I build my life on God's word because I consider God's word to be the the foundation in a world where everything is changing right wherever you like here's the thing that's difficult about life like I have a hard time trusting people I don't know about you but I'm one of those guys that like I don't trust anyone I don't trust anything like like it takes me a long time to trust people or things because just life just changes so much and, and sometimes people just change their opinions they change their what they're gonna do and it just like man how can i trust you if you you know you told me this one day and then you know it wasn't like two weeks later and you're doing the very opposite of what you just said and so people are constantly changing their minds their opinions but it's not just people it's our world right the stock market is constantly changing the economy is changing like you know you have um uh, pandemics that come you know and go you have wars and the whole thing with ukraine you have a you know thing with china and so it's really hard to like build your life on something that's unchangeable which is god's word but if you don't do that then you're going to be it's going to be shifting sand and you're going to be worried and panicking anxiety is going to kick in because there's nothing that you can hold on to that you're like okay this is it and so the topic today is how do I build my life on the strong foundation of God's word, the unchanging truth of God's word, so that when the storms come and they hit, I'm able to stand strong, steady, and secure. Okay? The answer to this question comes from James. That's why I ask you to turn there. James is guy who wrote this letter after his name, James. James is the brother of Jesus. Okay? So he's got a little bit of, you know, uh, uh, like he's, I mean, if you hang out with Jesus, you know, like for years, that's like, okay, you kind of like, like you should know what to do, right? Like the guy learned it firsthand. If you want to know how to build your life on God's word, you know, like what better than to 
to be Jesus' brother, right? Like 24-7. And so, but the, the beauty of it is he's going to share what he's learned from his brother with you and I. And that's what we're going to study today. So we're in James chapter 1. We're going to begin in verse 19, okay? How do I build my life on God's Word? This is and super fun. It says, understand this. This is what James says, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen. All right, so help me out, church. You must be quick to listen. Very good. Good job. You must all be quick to listen. It's a good thing. I'm not very quick to listen, but it's okay. We're going to learn to do it. You must be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get anger. Angry. Human, verse 20, human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Makes sense. So get rid of all the filth, all the evil in your lives. Okay, I'm, I'm tracking. And then watch this. This is very important. And humbly, keyword, two, two keywords, humbly and accept. And humbly, here's what, God, what James is saying. Okay, J- Jesus' brother, he says, and humbly accept, watch this, the word God has planted in your hearts as it has the power to save your souls. This word accept in the Greek is um, it's it's a it's a the meaning of it is it's a hospitality term. Okay? It means to to welcome someone to your house or your home. Like some of you during Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas, you welcome some family members to your house, right? And some of you are like, oh man, I wish I didn't have to welcome them, but you know, you open up your home and you welcome them anyway. And you're like, you don't get along with that uncle. You don't get along with that person. And it's like, I mean, do we have to invite them? And your spouse is like, yeah, we have to invite them. Okay. They come and you accept them. Even though, you know, you kind of have to fake it a little bit, you're humbly accepting them. That's what the word accept means. It means to receive, to welcome. It's what you're doing today. Okay. You're doing it with God's word. You're, you're welcoming God's word. You're receiving God's word. You're saying, okay, Lord, I am, I'm here. Like, I am wide open. Maybe you're listening. You're watching the message, and you're like, I am, I'm here, Lord. New year, new beginning. Like, what do you have for me? I'm ready to go. Speak to me. That's what James says. You want to build your life on God's word? You have to humbly accept. Kind of let me illustrate it like this. Have you ever noticed um, that little oval indentation on the phone have you ever noticed that little thing do you know what that is i didn't know what it was until i I looked it up um, a few days ago according to apple that little oval indentation is a window for your phone's 5g antenna did you know that it is a window for your phone's 5g antenna without that little window your phone's 5g signal reception um, would be would be limited, okay? Now, I don't know what kind of phone you have, but all phones have some sort of antenna, okay, that allows it to receive data, okay? And so what James is saying here in the first few verses that we're studying today is if you want to build your life on God's Word, on the Bible, on the unchanging truth of God's Word, the first thing that you do is you're going to receive it with your ears. You're going to receive it with your ears, like the little antenna on the phone, okay? If you don't have that, you're not going to get any data. It's like, it's like when you welcome a guest to your home. You're going to be humble about it. You're going to receive God's word. So a few verses. Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still 
Psalm 46, verse 10, if you want the reference. Be still and know that I am God. Whoa. You ever thought about that verse? For somebody that doesn't sit still very well, it's a powerful verse. I don't do alone well. I don't do, like, calm and peaceful and not doing much. Like, I don't do that well. Okay, I'm like always, I gotta be hyperactive. I gotta be doing something all the time. And God says that there are times in your life when you have to be still and know that He is God. My translation of that verse is sit down, shut up, and listen. Okay? That's what I feel like God is saying. In moments when my anxiety is kicking in, I feel like God, you know, when He speaks that verse over my life, He's saying, okay, you know, Sit down, be quiet, and listen. Let me be God in your life. Let me handle your situation. You don't always have to handle everything. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. In Mark, Mark 4, 24, Jesus says, Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you'll receive even more. Verse 25, but to those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. So let me ask you, what is your attitude when you hear God's word being preached here at LifePoint? What's your attitude, okay? How do you receive God's word? Well, if, if the message is funny, if it's engaging, then I'm, I'm happy, and I'm, you know, I'm in. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm connected, Pastor Alex. But if it's boring, I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know. What's your attitude? How do you receive God's word? If, if it's Pastor Alex that's preaching, I'm good. But if, if it's somebody else, eh, not so sure. I may not even show up to church, you know. If Pastor Alex is not the main communicator, like, listen, just a little side note, okay? I appreciate those of you who enjoy my teaching, but let, let, me, let me just humbly just kind of challenge you. We're not here, we're, we're here for God's word. You're not here for the eloquence of the speech. Does that make sense? And so, regardless of who's teaching, we welcome is God's word. And you may have a communicator that's not the best, okay, in the world but if that person opens up God's word and even gives you just one single verse our job is to receive God's word and to say God what are you teaching me today and so our the thing is that you know our, our culture sadly has taught us differently our, our culture has taught us to be consumers we consume right that's what we do with Netflix with with whatever subscription you have right like you know like we consume it's not enough youtube you know like like there's never enough material for you we just consume 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 but as a church we we're not just spiritual consumers we're spiritual contributors and so what we're going to do is we're going to say lord coming in i'm wide open i have an attitude of acceptance regardless of who's the one teaching so number one you receive it with you paying attention, you receive it with your ears. Good job. Look at the next verse, 22, number two. We'll find this in verse 22 and 23. It says, but don't just listen to God's word, James says. You, you got to do what it says, otherwise you're only going to be fooling yourself. In other words, you got to practice it. Like if you're only listening, like you're, you're going to miss it. You're going to, you got to put it into action. You got to, you know, practice this. If not, you're going to forget it. 
He says, verse 23, For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. Now, notice the mirror analogy. This is why I brought this, this mirror. Okay? He says, look in verse 24. He says, it says it's like, like glancing if you, if you don't do what it says, if you don't practice it, if you just hear it, it's like glancing at yourself in a mirror. And it says, you see yourself, okay, and then you walk away and you forget what you actually were looking at. Okay, it's a, it's a phenomenal example. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is what happens to us after we hear a message. Okay, you hear a message on trusting God. You hear a message on integrity. You hear a message on love. And sometimes what happens is you glance at it. Okay, and you're like, oh, yeah, man. Okay, yeah, I see. I see what God is saying. You know, I got to you, and you're looking at your reflection, right? You're looking at some areas in your life. And you got to adjust. But then because it's so quick, we're in and out, right? Sunday mornings, right? Like if it's a good week, 30 minute message. If it's a great week, 45 minute message. If it's a phenomenal message, it's like we're going to hear the whole day, you know, but what happens? You hear the message, and then by, before you get to work on Monday morning, you've already forgotten what God spoke to you. You know, before you get home, you forgot. Some of you, before you get to the parking lot, you're yelling at your spouse, and like, yep, you forgot, <laughs> you know. Talked about love today, grace. And uh, I love the example because all of us can relate. Um, it says the next verse, but if you look carefully, here's the key, key okay? If you look carefully another translation says intently into the perfect law that's God's word that sets you free God's purpose is not to give you a bunch of rules God wants to set you free if you look carefully intently into God's word that sets you free and you do what it says and you don't forget what you've heard then God will bless you for doing it it's not Alex just promising some just like something no no this is God's word God will bless you for doing it so what does it mean to look intently or carefully into the perfect law it means that you're going to read it it means that you're going to review it it means that you're going to reflect on it I'm not just going to think about it I'm not just going to meditate on it I'm not just going to talk about it I'm going to obey it I'm going to make changes to the areas of my life that I need to change and the mirror example is phenomenal Phenomenal because all of us did this this morning, right? You woke up this morning and some of you looked and you're like, man, these things, you know, like I don't, I know I don't have a whole lot of hair up here, but these beauties right here, you know, like I gotta, they get shoveled really easily, you know, I gotta work on them, you know. I, I thought about taking a selfie and showing you what I looked like before, before getting ready for Sunday. It's not pretty. And some of you don't laugh, don't laugh. Some of you, some of you looked at yourself in the mirror today and you're like, whew, you know, you're assessing the damage from the night before. And you're like, I got, a, I got some work to do, you know. Some people ask me a long time ago, is it is a, a sin to wear makeup? And I was like, no, it's a gift of God, you know. So, <laughs> some of you, some of you should not leave home without, <laughs> you know. Like, this thing doesn't happen by accident. I got to buff it. I got to wax this thing, you know. It's like, what do you think? It takes a lot of work. <laughs> um... All of you evaluated what needed to be changed, and some of you brushed your hair, you shaved, you, 
you know, put makeup on. You did something about it, right? But the point is that God's word is like a mirror. You can't glance at it for two seconds and not do anything and then expect to be transformed. It takes a little bit more than a Sunday morning. That's why we encourage you to engage, especially at the beginning of the year with the 21 days of prayer and fasting. We encourage you to engage with life groups. So it's more than just a quick glance. So number two, so one, you receive it with your ears. Number two, you read it carefully with your eyes. That's what we just read, right? Verse 25, you look at it carefully, intently, okay? And you do what it says, and God will bless you, okay? So one, you receive it with your ears. Two, you read it carefully with your eyes. And then three, here's what God says for point three. Um, he says, he's talking to, this in Acts, so you don't have to turn there, but he's talking to a group of people in a city called Berea, it's a city in Greece, and he says this, uh, and all the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to Paul's message, so they're doing what James, the brother of Jesus, was telling us to do, right? They're listening, but it's more than that. It says, they searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. So they were not, this is part of what you should do. You should not just take my word for whatever, like, I, I may, look, I'm a human being. I, I make mistakes like anybody else. Not everything that, that comes out of my mouth to you guys is an, like, it's holy and perfect and pure. Like, like I may say something, and I was like, oh, you know what? Don't really sure that that's correct, right? In fact, there's been times in my life when I was like, Ooh, I said that, and I don't know if that's, you know, maybe it didn't come out the right way, or maybe it's something that actually after further research, I like, I'm not really sure I believe that anymore. And so it's up to you to make your own decisions. Don't just take my word for it, and which is what the people from Berea were doing. They were searching the scriptures day after day. They're not just reading. They're not just listening. They're actually seeking. They're studying, okay? They're serious about their spiritual um, lives and so if you don't want to be a spiritual baby like 10 years from now you don't want to be on the bottle okay then it's up to you to do this what James is saying is you're going to research it with your mind okay you're going to research it with your mind you want to be a godly man you want to be a godly woman you have to there's a there's a difference between bible reading and bible study okay and, and, and the single greatest habit that you can develop is the habit of studying God's Word. What's the difference between Bible reading? How does, you know, Bible reading turn into Bible study? Well, you, um, Bible study is when you're writing something down, okay? Bible study is when you're taking notes. Maybe you're typing something up, okay? I'm constantly, like when I'm reading the Bible, I'm constantly taking notes, okay? Bible study is when you're talking to someone else about it. Hey, I have a thought. You know, what do you think if, like, no, there's this theology, this is what I'm doing, this is what God is teaching me. What do you think? And you're, you're having a conversation, and it's, it's great. This is something that can happen during, um, during life group. You study God's Word. It's one of the important components to, to life group. You get together with other people. You take notes. You learn from one another. You talk to someone else. And Randy, for those of you who may not know, Randy, is, he leads all of our life groups. And every Sunday he stands in our connect corner and so waiting sometimes I see him by himself um, waiting for people to connect with a group of people that would eventually we'll start we get a you know Christmas break but we'll start life groups a little bit 
uh, in the next few weeks, and you'll hear us talk a little bit more about it. But he's there, Randy and Miss Benji, to connect you to a group of people that want to study God's Word. And so, let me take a step back. So, take a step back from the message for a moment. I want you to notice what God is doing, okay? I don't know if you've, if you've noticed it as I've been teaching. God is using your five senses. Did you pick up on it? Remember your five senses? You learned them in school, right? What are your five senses? Hearing, sight, touch, smell, taste. God is using your five senses to teach you something today. He wants you to receive God's word with your, say it, church, with your ears. He wants you to read it carefully with your eyes. He wants you to research it with your mind. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. If I had to give you a bonus, I would say this. He wants you to respond to it with your actions. That's touch. That's why if you're a believer, we often say that we are the hands and feet of Jesus. Somebody called me yesterday and said, hey, I have a car. I want to donate it. That's love. That's tangible love. That's what we do as a church. We don't just go to church. No, we are the church. That's what we have. Share the love in the summer and throughout the year. And so it's tangible. You can feel it. You can touch it. Everything you know, everything you know, you learn and you experience through one of your five senses. From the moment that you're a little baby, right? That's why babies put everything in their mouth, right? Every comes to, you know, because they're experiencing life. They're learning. They're soaking it in. But it comes through one of their senses. And God says, I want you to experience my word through one of your senses. So don't just listen to God's word. you got to do what it says. You know, just because I'm, I, I heard a great message on parenting does not make me automatically a great father. Just because I, I can teach a message on integrity does not make me a, a man of integrity. You know, just because I can, I can teach you how to have a balanced budget from godly principles does not mean that I, I'm automatically immune and I can, I'm great with finances. No, I got to practice what I preach. And so you and I only believe the parts of the Bible that we actually practice. So with heads bowed and eyes closed, as we kind of wrap things up, just a little time of reflection, Jesus says, you hear my words, put them into practice, you're like that wise guy. He's not building a house, the first open spot available now. He's building them in solid rock. So Pastor Alex, how do I know if I'm not building my life on the solid rock? Pastor Alex, how do I know if, 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 if I'm not building my life on the unchanging truth of God's word? Like, how do I know if I'm, on, I'm standing on shifting sand? How do I know? How do I know? I want to know. I'll tell you how you know. Very simple. You have more stress, less peace. You're worried all the time because you're standing on, on sand and it's shifting and the house is tilting and you're anxious. And God is nowhere to be found because you've ignored him. You've ignored the very tools that he's given you to build your life. 
And so you can begin the year and you can change it. You can say, God, help me. One way is for you to get your phone out right now and say, text Bible or church's number. I'm going to start tomorrow. God, what do you want me to remove in my life for a season? Not forever. Fasting is saying no to something for something better. Nothing wrong with watching the news for an hour every day. That's good. It's not nothing bad necessarily. Not like a sin. But it's way better if I take that hour and I devote it to my relationship with the Lord. And so I'm saying no to something that's good, not bad necessarily, for something that's much greater. So would you pray something like this in your heart? Would you just say something like this? God, I'm committing my life. New year, I want to build my life on the rock of your word, the unchanging truth of of your word. Help me, God. I want to begin a regular habit of doing a Bible study or Bible reading. I want to learn from, maybe you're here and you don't know Christ. And it's not like you have to go through a whole class to get to know him. You can just simply say, Lord, something in my heart is telling me to put my trust in you. So I'm going to, by faith, believe that you sent your son to die for me. And you brought him back from the dead. Like we sang that song. And so, God, I don't know all those things. I don't have all the details. I want to learn. I want to grow. But, God, would you, would you do a work in my life? It's that simple. And if that's you, I want to pray for you. I wonder, anybody in here or home who says, Pastor, would you pray for me? I want to build my life not on shifting sand but on the rock. You raise your hand. I just want to pray for you. I see that hand. I see that hand. Anyone else? Or, Pastor, would you pray for me? God, you know the hands, you know the hearts. Help us to engage with you. Thank you that we have wisdom from years, God, from your very brother. Life is hectic, but we can manage, we can thrive. We pay attention to what you've told us in your word. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all stand.